I just fell off uh, and my eyes was sh was just shut shut down um, and I don't remember anything and, and start shaking. So that was the everything who was went on from when I was seven to 17 just came down to this. Hi and welcome to the Empowerment and Courage podcast. We are your hosts, Ellie and Coco, and we speak to professional athletes so that they can inspire you with their stories. We talk about what's beyond the success, things like the challenges and adversity they had to face, and their advice to anyone with big dreams. In today's episode, Ellie speaks with Joachim Björkman. He's a professional disability golfer and has represented the Swedish national team for 15 years now. Joachim really opens up and talks about what it was like for him to grow up with a disability and how it led him to collapsing in the kitchen when he was 17 years old. He speaks about how this experience and all the diversity he had to face changed him as a person and how he has brought him to where he is today. His goal to become number one in the world as an 11 years old still remains and through this episode Joachim speaks about his winner mentality and shares his advice for everyone who wants to chase their dreams. It's a super inspiring episode that really puts things into perspective and shows how you can turn tough situations around and find your own greatness. So uh, hi, Joachim, and uh, thank you for, for joining our podcast today. Thank you very much, Ellie. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's great to have you here. And um, yeah, I was thinking that maybe to start, you could just introduce yourself shortly, you know, tell us who you are and a little bit about what it is that you do. Yeah, um, my name is Joachim Bjorkman. Uh, I'm 30 years old now. Uh, I'm from Sweden uh, and um, I, I'm a, pro a professional uh, disability golfer. Um, so um, that's my story, uh, the start of it. So um, um, I started playing golf when I was like 11. Um, I always um, been into sports, uh, especially with stick on the ball. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I started playing uh, floorball or, or how, how do you say indoor hockey, if you know. Yeah. Yeah, like floorball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm starting there when I was seven, uh, and then from there I know I uh, I like uh, stick on the ball, and then uh, I saw the open. 2000 when uh, Tiger Woods uh, won it um, and then uh, I, I, I figured something out there when I saw the, the game of golf uh, was how the players get backspin mm -hmm. just a little thing uh, of that uh, uh, keep my mind and uh, and um, yeah uh, and, and a few years later I saw an ad with, with a, a summer golf school um, home in Sweden. So I just uh, raised my hand up um, um, uh, and told my mother, I, I, I want to do this. I, I, I wanted to, to go there. Um, yeah, and then from there, um, uh, I, I remember Tiger won the, the Open 2000. So everything connects a few years later. So 
yeah, the rest is history, I guess. That's awesome. That's that's also true because yeah, I'm a golfer as well. So it's true that one of the first things that you kind of notice is how it's possible to get the backspin. So I guess yeah. that's you know that was your challenge then to start and. I'm guessing you were playing around a lot trying to get backspin <laughs> when you started playing and yeah, you started yeah. to get a hang of it. <laughs> yeah, so so actually from there, um, so the goal school, uh, goal school started at in summer of 2002. Mm -hmm. I was 12. Um, it was actually week 32, middle of July, I think. Um, so I, I, I finished that week very well. Uh, everything went so so good. Uh, so actually, from there, week thirty two, it took me four months to get fifteen in handicap. Wow. Uh, so 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 from there, I I know um, this is kind of a sport I I'm, I'm gonna stick with. So yeah, from there, it all 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 went on, and yeah, here here I am today. Yeah, here you are today. That's crazy. And um, maybe not everyone is super familiar with golf and how it works, but I mean, that's insanely fast. Like you said, you went down to around 15 in handicap in just a few months. So that's that's super fast. And was that then what made you choose, let's say, golf before the other sports that you were playing? Like you spoke about floorball or what was it with golf that made you choose golf and say, this is my sport? Um. First of all, it, it's only it, it, it's up to you, everything you do. So uh, if if you if you want to be better or or get better or, or or something, it's it's only up to you. So you you can you you don't have to rely on other people or or whatever it it is. So um, when it comes to to an end, so it's always up to you. And, and there I felt the power of okay, I, I actually I can I, I can be really good at this because um, uh, when this happened, um, I remember uh, all, all the local news uh, newspaper and and some some TV channels uh, came down to me and uh, make some some content and everything. Uh, it, it was a big hype then. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. I remember the big uh, headlines in, in, in the newspapers, um, interviews uh, with the biggest sports channels. Uh, but one thing um, um, a, a reporter said, uh, what's your goals uh, with the game of golf? Uh, I, I said it so, so uh, completely carefree and it was like, uh, I want to be the best in the world. How hard can it be? So absolutely carefree and like, yeah, you just do it. So that's a big concept you hold in your hand, actually be the best in the world. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it started when I was 12 and um, so I, I want to be better than my friends. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the main reason to, I, I, I just choose the game of golf. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Like you said, it's up to you if you want to stay out practicing how many hours you want out on the course. Yeah. Everything is towards you and your performance and what you do. So that, no, that totally makes sense. And um, 
I guess then when you were 12 already, you decided, you know, that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play at the highest level. I want to be the very best. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So from there, um, so it, it became so, uh, a proof that, that you're progressing and, and quickly got a, got a mindset that the more challenges, more tests, more competition I, I pass or, or I even win, um, the closer I get to my final destination. So mm-hmm. that's what my what was my mindset at the time. So to get the mindset at so young age, I think it was a breakthrough for me mm-hmm. to get to get ahead of everyone before it's it started. Yeah, and that's cool. Like you said, to get ahead, it kind of probably gave you the confidence. And then as a kid as well, yeah. when you're 12, it's pretty carefree. You don't probably think about it in a way that maybe you do when you're an adult maybe you're a bit scared to say what you're dreaming or what you're feeling but as a kid it's easy like you said i just want to become yeah. the best in the world yeah so that's that's super yeah cool. yeah, yeah i mean uh, as you are at, at, at that age uh, i mean uh, when i said you completely carefree i mean uh, they all youngsters feel feeling like that yeah i mean yeah i, I can do whatever i want but it, it was it, it was a special feeling um when it uh, went so fast for me um so um yeah and, and then it's from there it's just start to, to making progress of course of course yeah and yeah. i was gonna say as well that in 2005 after when you were 15 um you were invited mm-hmm. to compete with the swedish paragolf team at the european championships mm-hmm. was that yeah. uh what was that like i mean that first experience of you know representing sweden and also on the international stage yeah yeah it was a was a special feeling uh, absolutely um i i remember it um it, it, it was only like three or four years after uh when i started playing so uh, as i said it, everything went so quickly so um i i started to play golf at 12 and um, i get get into the national team when i was 15. Uh, I get the European Championship at 16 um, and uh, I played the Japan Open twice when, when I was 17. So, I mean, a- everything comes to, um, <laughs> everything went so fast, yeah. I'm probably mm. too fast, but but uh, at, at that time uh, when, I, when I got the call and like, um, you're gonna re- represent the national team at this mm-hmm. European Championship. It was like, okay, I can, <laughs> I can manage it. Don't worry. So um, yeah, it, it was a was a great step to to take to take the game for, to the next level. So um, yeah, I mean, it was a special feeling, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, I would like to say that I can imagine, but I haven't done that, so so I can't. But that's that's awesome. Like you said, it went very very fast for you. Um, and would you say as well that because I'm not sure how it was at the course where you first started playing as a kid, if you played with other paragolfers, or if this was kind of like your first introduction into that world as well, you know, paragolf and um, yeah, other disabled golfers. Yeah, um, I I haven't uh, even mentioned that, but I have it. Uh diagnose uh, achondroplasia mm-hmm. uh, uh, in main words it's, it's short stature so um, 
yeah, I mean, getting to to that golfing world uh, in the beginning uh, is like it's it's no different uh, at all. Um, and then when I get into the national team for for the disability, I, I I start to to realize oh this is something different because I always have have friend who's non disabled so mm -hmm. I always have uh, been playing with uh, with with normal people if, if you can say that um, so uh, so that was the first meeting of uh, of meeting others with the uh, disability so that was a was a different uh, kind of view for, for me mm -hmm. uh, but but I get get into it pretty quickly uh, so um so to so to be one in the gang, if you, if you, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a was a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, of course. And after that, as well, you had a lot of success with the with the national team. You're uh, two times world champions and two times European champions with the team, um, which is a team that you still represent today. So, I mean, what is it like, you know, competing and winning together with the team? Because you said before that obviously you liked golf being an individual sport and it is, you know, an individual sport. But then at the same time, you're competing as a team. So, so what is that like? I mean, if you represent uh, the, the national team individual or, or as a team, I mean, I, I think it's, it's not that big difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you 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 practice together, you playing together, and then when when it comes to to tournaments, you you playing all on your own. But uh, but uh, now on the tournaments, you play you playing with them. So uh, to to get that team team feeling, um, it's very special, because you don't get it that much in in the game of golf. So yeah, that that's a yeah. special one actually. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, would you say that it's a different feeling or like a better feeling, like celebrating as a team or like celebrating an individual win, or is it just like different feelings? That's it. Nah, it's it's absolutely better feeling. I mean, you you can share the the fun stories. I mean, you, you can share the wins um, mm -hmm. uh, together and everything. So it's more more powerful to to celebrate with with four or five others than by yourself. So yeah that's cool yeah yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> that's really cool and if you've been part of the team for such a long time too like you said you're you become one in the gang so i'm guessing you're having a, a great time together as well all of you <laughs> yeah 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 definitely it's <laughs> many funny stories yeah we have uh, together so yeah that's awesome that's awesome but aside from you know competing with the national team you also have many individual accomplishments um, just to summarize, you know, some of it, because there's a lot, you've won over 30 tournaments uh, worldwide, including winning the Italian Open four years in a row between 2015 and 2018. You're a Swedish champion, a European champion. So yeah, the list, you know, goes, goes on and on. There's a, there's a lot of things that has happened since you first started playing. So, you know, looking back at your career, if you got to pick like one favorite moment do you have one or do you have like maybe a few um that you really remember that are you know your favorites when you think back on your career and all that you accomplished um that's a really oh 
tough question. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's a really <laughs> tough one. But but I always uh, my my driving force has has always been winning tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a receipt of, of you, you going forward. So uh, that's my mentality to uh, when when I get into to the tournaments. So uh, I mean, uh, absolutely, the Italian Open four times in a row is a, yeah had a special place. Um, and then obviously the the World Team Champion, um, World Team Championship tournaments. But then uh, actually uh, um, now uh, a little bit lately here. Uh, we ha- we got to compete with the U- European Tour in Scotland and Dubai. Mm-hmm. Ha- have also a, um, a special place. Um, so yeah, but, but I think it, uh, Italy is is the best one. I I think. Yeah, I mean it must be difficult to pick one, but like you said, obviously yeah, Italy is cool. Like being able to go back and just defend your title and win four times in a row i don't know did any has anybody else done that before that seems you no, know. i don't think so no <laughs> i was gonna no. say that's that's really cool um so obviously you know having accomplished all of these great things over the past you know 15 years that you've been playing um, and competing what would you say is your definition of success because everyone has you know their own um, yeah, their own meaning of success, kind of what it means to them and how they know that they feel successful, whether it's the titles they won or, you know, um, playing the game that they love, traveling, meeting different people, whatever it might be. So what does, you know, success mean to you? Um, I mean, success um, means, yeah, it, it means like that you're moving forward, you're doing the right thing. Um, so you are in in the right direction. So um, for me, success is very personal. I mean, you you get that receipt of, of success uh, only to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and then and then from there, uh, you have to 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 raise the bar and and get better. And then it it can be if if it's tournaments, if it's just uh, some few challenges or whatever it is. If you have done it uh, and finish it, um, and, and then after that you have to go back, raise the bar, and and do it again. So um, that's my kind of view of of success. Um, I mean, if you have done it uh, once, I think you can do how many times uh, as you want. Mm-hmm. So you know that feeling. Um, are we talking uh, much of, of of winning because that's mine of uh, mine my view of, of everything mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean that's my mindset of moving forward actually yeah so kind of like it doesn't really it doesn't have to be the big competitions but just challenging yourself you know moving forward getting better like yeah. you said if you do something once you can repeat it and you can do it again and, and again mm, yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and um, in 2015 as well, you received the first ever um, scholarship awarded to the best paragolfer or paragolfer of the year in Sweden. So that was represented by the Henrik Stenson Foundation. Yeah. How important was this, you know, scholarship and this this award to you? At, at that time, at that moment, it, it felt 
very much of a of a relief um, uh, when, when you accomplish uh, something that that comes from Henrik uh, himself mm-hmm. uh, and this uh, foundation. Uh, so um, that was a was a huge thing for me um, to get on on, on that stage uh, and, and share with Henrik and everyone. So yeah, that means very much to me, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's maybe something as well as kind of a, as a, I mean, receipt as well on everything that you've done, the hard work and kind of a motivation to keep going, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, as I said, I, I, I collect the, the receipt to, to, <laughs> to move forward. So that was absolutely one to collect. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. And as well, you know, being a, a world tour golfer, you obviously get to travel a lot to competitions because you play in di- many different parts of, of the world. And I know that you've been to many different places with your bag. So I wanted to ask you if, you know, do you enjoy doing all of this traveling for competing? Or would you say that there are like downsides to being away quite a lot and, and traveling different places to play? I mean, I enjoy everything about it. Actually, okay. <laughs> so, that, that, so that is just a good I mean, thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to to travel the world and and uh, and playing golf and uh, and the most important thing to to inspire people to moving on in, in life and have a, 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 everyone has a chance to be to be great at at something. So um, so that's the most important thing uh, about doing this. So um, so I mean, yeah, to travel the world and 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 and, and show the world. Uh, what you are capable of so i mean that that means everything yeah would you say that that's also kind of your motivation um in what you do like showing others what you're capable of yeah absolutely absolutely you know to have to have that feeling and 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 put it together with a, in in a tournament i mean to get on 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 the last hole um have a chance of winning and then do it as I am, uh, as a short stature. I mean, everything comes to, to very, very like heavy things coming to an end. Um. So, so yeah, I I I know that that feeling is, is very strong, and and do it in 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 the game of golf is I mean, perfect. So. So that's what you're chasing then every time you're teeing it up. You know, of course, that's that feeling again. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. No doubt. Yeah. And I understand as well that, you know, golf, it came into your life at a time where it kind of helped you and it gave you a free zone and kind of a temporary relief, um, the way I've understood it, away from a lot of stress that you had to deal with growing up as a teenager. Um, I listened to actually another conversation that you had about, you know, growing up people would not necessarily maybe ask so much questions or say so much comments, but just the way that people would uh, maybe look at you. So how would you describe then the role that golf came to play in your life at that time and the way that it kind of helped you get away from everything? Yeah, um, when I got into golf when I was 12, mm-hmm. and, and from that time, everything went so fast. But at the same time, um, you don't want to live uh, because of, of, of one thing, uh, the eyes for, 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 from everyone. So 
so actually um it, it was a couple of years before when i was seven eight or something uh i i remember um uh, actually that was the 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 first sign for me to uh, when uh, when someone will look at me it's like why are you looking at me and and why are and why are, are you doing this so when i got got home uh, and uh, and uh, and i asked my mother and um and i asked her uh, why, why is everyone looking at me um because uh, because then i i didn't realize i had the, this condition uh so yeah so she 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 told me like you have a, you have a achondroplasia uh and and you are going to be like this your whole life uh, you're going to have this so, so from there um uh, all the thoughts and everything start to grow, to grow when i was uh, seven or eight mm. um and, and then Lucky enough, uh, I, um, I I found the, the game of golf when I was twelve, but at the same time, I had uh, I uh, I had to always fight against the others, um, in 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 the real life, if you know what I mean. Um, so I I couldn't stand the eyes from everyone who who's staring at me. So everywhere I go, if it's a grocery store or shopping mall i always find uh, always find a, a place where i can't be seen so if you are, are gonna take uh, another way in the grocery store mm -hmm. if, if you're going you just beside the wall or, or something well whatever it is i i did everything to to not be seen um, yeah. and then from there it's just start growing growing i didn't fight against everything i just held everything back yeah on the inside uh, i didn't tell anyone of this or so everything went on and the golf course or the golf club was my kind of free zone so it mm -hmm. was just about golf and nothing else so yeah so kind of your way to get away from all the other things that you kept inside and that was happening outside maybe in school and yeah yeah places yeah definitely i mean I could be on, on the golf course like 10 and 12 hours a day. Wow. So uh, yeah, I think that's the the reason I, I I'm pretty good at this as well. So. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like a good, you know, recipe for for getting really really good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the moment uh, my parents uh, dropped me off at the, at the golf course, I was like in heaven. So uh, I, I I didn't want to to go home or go anywhere else. So yeah so from there um so i had the game of golf uh, in, in one hand and then i had yeah you can say the real world um mm -hmm. on, on the other so when i got into high school um i think it was when i was 17 uh, the second grade of high school um, mm -hmm. um i went home um i i, I remember it uh, I got home, uh, took off my shoes, uh, and I went to the to the kitchen, um, to because my mother is standing in the kitchen, yeah. and then 
I starting to feel my legs are shaking and I just fell off and my eyes was was just shut, shut down um, yeah. and I don't remember anything and, and start shaking. So that was the everything was went on from when I was seven to 17 just came down to this. Yeah, so, so I went down to the hospital and was there overnight and uh, and then when I wake up, it was like to to be re reborn again, but yeah, in, in okay. a different shape. Okay. Uh, because uh, I, I remember it was like when I woke up, I didn't even recognize my, my parents. It, it was like, oh, who, who, who are you? It was like yeah. to to start to, to start walk again, uh, to start uh, to to learning how to speak with people, to 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 learning have to have a conversation. So um, yeah, it, it was a completely reset of, of everything. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like everything that you kept inside of you, um, kind of reached its limit or whatever you want to call it, and, and yeah, you physically like definitely. blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, so from there, actually, I, from my point of view, I, I quickly had that uh, in mind to ha have a new chance to 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 live life. Uh, I have a new chance to to get my point of view uh, of you or everything mm -hmm. to to um, to have my decisions on, on everything. So the the mistake I, I did when I look at everyone was uh, I, I should have just raised the head a little bit and look above everyone because I mean I mean I'm I'm bigger than them so I mean actually a little thing like that uh, just raise your head and uh, look above them so um, when I had the chance to to be reborn it was it was like okay make the best thing um, of your life now so mm -hmm. but i have the the winner mentality still um and quickly came up with a with a different mindset so um when, when you meet fear or insecurity i mean when i'm nervous i mean that's the first sign of, of you to be ready mm. so i mean f face your fears a little bit yeah so. yeah that's that that's definitely uh, a great message you know coming from what what you had to to go through and i was going to ask that as well like because obviously that's a an extremely tough period in your life how obviously you like you said you got a new kind of mindset a new mentality of you know uh, being reborn having kind of a new chance at things but how do you overcome that? Because, you know, I'm guessing that's not something that happens overnight. How how long did it take you to come back? And how did you get back from that? Yeah, after that, uh, after the, the visit at the, at the hospital, uh, I got home with no feelings at all. Uh, I didn't feel if I was hungry or not. I didn't feel if, I don't know. Um, Actually, I, I I remember it was uh, I stayed home from school and 
I just sat uh, sat down in in the sofa and uh, watch out the window and look at the, at our apple tree uh, actually okay. um, every day. Um, I mean, almost uh, six months or, or something. And, and then it when everything comes together. I mean, when I got my mindset in in a better position, and I felt like I have no fear. I mean, if you put yourself in in, in those situations um, more more quickly or, or or sooner, I mean, that's how you getting bigger and better. So um, yeah, from from there. I learned how to live with that instead. Would you say that's kind of the biggest, I mean, now, obviously, looking back at it after a few years again, would you say that's the biggest takeaway, kind of what you what you learned from, from everything that happened? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, when you got that fear inside you, when you're fearing almost everything in life and turn it around, it's how, how you turn that fear feeling to have that as an, a- an engine instead mm-hmm. is yeah it's totally different so yeah to manage to turn that around is yeah to work for you instead of against you kind yeah of. yeah absolutely yeah and i mean how important would you say because obviously today um like you said everything that you've gone through has gotten you to where you are today so I mean, what type of role would you say that the situation and everything that you had to go through, what role do you think it had in your continued success and, and to getting you to, to where you are today? Uh, if, if you look at, uh, at this way, um, I mean, I'm happy what, what happened in, in my past years or in, in, my, in my youngster years. If I didn't go through that, that kind of life, I don't think I have stand here today and have this kind of mindset so so i'm actually glad that that i passed that that kind of um, situation and, and that kind of life uh, so yeah that's that's a, a, absolutely an experience to to have and and to share with the with others so yeah 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 and thank you as well for for sharing because um, obviously, that's that's not something that's maybe easy to talk about. But like you said, I'm sure that if there's anyone else that's going through something similar, it's always nice to have someone talking about it because um, it's you know a feeling of maybe not being alone and not being the only one going through something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's my my goal as well to to share with with as many people as as possible. So because at the time back then, I mean. I was hoping for to have to have a to have a person to to rely on or to to talk with. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this story needs to to be here to another person or whatever it is, I mean, I'm I'm glad to be inspired. Uh, to um, you have you have a second chance and you have a have a lot to do to to success. That's awesome. Yeah, really. That's that's yeah. really really nice. And um, you spoke quickly about it now that, you know, this kind of helped you with your mentality and, and changed your mentality in different ways. And I've understood that, first of all, you're really good with your short game when it comes to golf. But I've also understood that you have a really good mental game. So, I mean, what for those who don't play golf, what role do you 
think or would you say that the mental part has in, in the game of golf? Oh, that's that role is huge. I think. Yeah. Uh, when you are in, in a in, in a good place in, in in your mind, you can actually yeah you you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only it's it's only you um, who 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 set who set up the the limits. So um, so I mean yeah the mental the mental game is almost everything I have to say. Yeah, and I mean then when you were younger or maybe still today like. Because you said before, you obviously represented Sweden for the first time when you were 15 years old internationally, and then you traveled to Japan. You made, you know, a lot of appearances internationally at a young age. So, did you ever feel, you know, stressed or pressured um, in those situations, and, and how did you kind of deal with that? No, actually, um, as I said before, the uh, the old game of golf was kind of free zone for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, everything who, who comes with it, it's like it, it, it's a really good challenge for me, and I'm, and I'm 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 really up to it. So um, that is the challenges I I, I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, where, as I said before, when I complete it and when I've done it, I mean I'm I'm already up for next one. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a kind of uh, mindset I have when, when I go into tournaments so when you are in that situation it's like this is what what, what you have practiced for this is what you have yeah you have looking for so mm-hmm. I mean so it's now it's time to shine actually so that kind of mindset uh, uh, I got when, when I was a little bit younger and and when I traveled the world and playing tournaments so yeah and have you been working with some mental coach or is this something that you know like you said it's just something that you had since since you were younger this kind of free zone mindset and just going there to to win kind of attitude since you were a kid mm, no actually I, I i got it all by myself yeah uh, because of all, all my past uh, life experience uh, have like made me this so mm-hmm. uh, so um when I take something of my life experience and and put it in in a in a golf perspective, so um, so I can take a lot of things from my life to to put it in 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 a golf game. Mm-hmm. So um, so that uh, actually yeah I I made everything for myself actually. Just by yourself. That's no that that definitely makes sense and. Like you said, you can use a lot of your experiences um, on the golf course with your mental game and your attitude. Would you say as well that by playing golf that you've learned a lot of things that you can also apply in, like you said before, the normal world or whatever we want to call mm. it, the world outside of golf? Has golf helped you with that as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a good example of it. I mean, when I said uh, I couldn't uh, resist to go in the grocery store or, or shopping mall, uh, before, but today I can go uh, in a straight line just through the shopping mall or the grocery store today. Mm-hmm. And today I, I know why they are looking at me because uh, the game of golf have helped me a lot. So today when people look at me, it's because yeah, you're pretty good at golf instead. So uh, so yeah, absolutely the, the golf has 
helped me uh, a lot. I mean, almost everything. So um, yeah, put that in 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 the real world or in the in the more social world. Uh, yeah, it's uh, helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's that's really yeah, that's that's really cool cool as well. That it can really help you a lot uh, with other things in life too, outside outside of the sport. Even though I I would guess that you spend most of your time still on the golf course and and spend a lot of time there perfecting your skills. So. <laughs> Yeah, 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 maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And something that I also wanted to talk to you about is earlier in our last season of the podcast, I spoke with uh, American Paralympic swimmer Jessica Long, and we spoke a bit about the comparison uh, between Olympics and Paralympics, and she told me that she feels like a lot of people still don't really recognize para athletes the same way that they do with other professional athletes. So is this something that you experience a lot as well, traveling and competing, that people don't really recognize maybe what you do the same way as they would other professional athletes? Mm. Mm. Interesting. I mean, um, uh, for me, uh, I don't have that kind of experience of it, Okay. actually. Um, when you talk... If we only talk uh, about the, the game of golf, mm-hmm. I mean, disability or, or non-disability, doesn't matter. I mean, uh, today um, I've been recognized in, in all the parts of, of, of the game of golf, actually, mm-hmm. if, we, if we look at that way. Um, and also outside the, the game of golf, in other sports as well. So... Um, I, I don't have that kind of feeling um, of being uh, a paragolfer or 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 non paragolfer, mm-hmm. uh, or if if you can disability athlete or or, or non disability athlete. Uh, so I mean I don't have that that feeling actually. Okay, well that's I mean obviously that's it. That's a good thing that. You don't feel feel the same way about that. And you said before as well that there has been some initiatives to where you did the tournaments together. You said in Scottish Open, was it? Yeah. Where um, where you played at the same time as European Tour. How was that? I mean, what do these type of initiatives mean, do you think, for, for the world of paragolf? Yeah, I mean, that means uh, everything for us because we, we're still fighting for to, to get in, into the... Paralympic world, yeah. Uh, so, so that tournament mean, means a lot to us, um, and and then and then we have uh, the official world, world ranking, uh, who was started two years ago, I think, three years mm-hmm. ago. Um, so we, if we put everything together, and we have a really re- really good product to to show the the Paralympic Games. So yeah, those two tournaments was yeah was huge for us actually yeah yeah i can i can imagine and i know as well that um in sweden specifically you have henrik stenson that we spoke a little bit about before that has been helping becoming an ambassador and really help to shine a light more on on paragolf in sweden um how is that as well having someone like stenson you know being being part of this and helping you in in getting more uh, more exposure yeah, I mean, from Hendrik's side uh, and uh, everything he he support with uh, means means almost everything for us, especially here in Sweden. 
because if you if you talk to to non disability golfer here in Sweden uh, and talk about Henrik or the Paralof in Sweden, they mm-hmm. they all they always connect somehow. Uh, so uh, what he done for us and and what he's doing is I mean it it means a lot. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and um, as well, I mean, like you said now golf i mean became a part of the olympics again in 2016 in rio but paragolf is still not part of the olympics what is your take kind of on that i mean is that something that you're dreaming about as well you know representing sweden at the paralympics yeah yeah good that you that you mention it uh because um i recently have a have a talk with a with my coaches and uh, everything uh, Mm -hmm. about how to 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 move forward from from now, mm-hmm. so so I said, let's put up a eight year plan, because in, in the end, uh, in eight years, yeah yeah twenty twenty eight, we have a possibility uh, to get in in Olympic games, so so yeah from now and eight years um, forward, uh, I'm I'm gonna do everything in my power to 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 get into the possible Paralympics. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah and i think we will manage it to to get in in the 2028 Yeah i mean we hope so absolutely that would be that would be super cool of course for you yeah. i'm as well i'm i'm swedish as well you know so <laughs> i think that would be awesome yeah. to to have you represent us there so we we really hope that Yeah so yeah and and that eight years plan i mean then I'm 30 today, and and then I'm I'm gonna be 38. So mm-hmm. from my point of view, is uh, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna end the circle there okay. with with the Paralympics at this kind of high high level. But I'm gonna of course moving on with the game of golf and and everything, but not that at that highest level. Mm-hmm. So uh, so now in ages plan, I'm I'm gonna do it for, with the full force to to be to be the best of me if you know what i mean so um and in, in the end uh to play the paralympics games yeah so that would be kind of like the the finishing touch on on where you where you want to go yeah that that's my plan that's my yeah. plan that's that sounds like a good plan like i said i really hope that um that you're going to get there and as well i'm guessing that there's a lot of things that you can do or that you are doing right now you know with paragolf to really push this and make sure that you get to to be there as well in whatever ways you you can yeah i mean yeah i'm trying to do whatever i can to to push the limit mm-hmm. a little bit higher every day uh to i mean to show everyone that's i mean everything is possible i mean it's only up to you where you have the your, your own limits uh, if you can push that, push them forward. I mean, you have, yeah, you're gonna have a big success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And today, obviously, um, being one of the best paragolfers in the world, and also you become the face of of Swedish paragolf for for many years. I mean, how do you feel about this role? Do you like having this role? Uh, I think I can handle that uh, that kind of spotlight. Uh, and and I think uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm lucky to be in, in in that position as well. I mean, 
that's why I always uh, kind of looking for um, to be in, in that mix. Um, if, if we're talking tournaments, I mean, I, I love to be number one. If it's uh, if you, I'm, I'm I'm leading the tournament, um, uh, I think I like that position most, or 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 being behind and chase. So so I I always got that that feeling of of being on the front row mm-hmm. and 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 leading things. So um, so uh, yeah, I, I I like that position to to be the face of. Oh, paragolf, absolutely. That's awesome. That it, it really is. It is awesome. And as well, I mean, with that position, how would you say today? Like, do you see yourself as a role model as well for young kids that maybe they're playing golf, maybe they're playing other sports, but that that might look up to you and and see what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm feeling that I'm actually doing that today already to yeah. to inspire so many kids i can uh, to get on sports and uh, especially golf and uh, so uh, so they will be having a great time in the youngster life yeah. so uh, yeah I'm, I'm trying the the best i can i think of course of course i mean that's probably not very easy either um, but I mean, what if you if you got to hope? Like, what do you hope that you can inspire kids with? Like, what values and what messages do you hope that that you can get across with you know your platform and um, obviously with your game and what you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, just start believing and dreaming. I mean, it, it always starts there, and then yeah. it's uh, it's it's kind of way there you set your your goals, mm-hmm. what you want want to be. Or in, in the future, so mm. so if if you get that that clearly, uh, so and there you have everything or or nothing to, to lose actually. Uh, so it's just just start chasing that dream. Yeah, dreaming. So so I mean, if you as I said before, um, if if you're feeling fear or feeling scared or something or feeling uncertain. So actually, that is the first sign of you being ready. So you you only have to accept it. So uh, so if 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 you can pass that, then you are home. Then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, facing your Absolutely. fears. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, moving forward now, obviously this has been kind of a weird year for for all of us with all that's been going on. Um, yeah. But I mean, what does everything look like for you right now with your career, with golf? You talked about the eight-year plan, um, but maybe right now, more short-term, what are what are your goals? Um, yeah, short terms. Um, just trying to be the best person and best golfer I can be. Um, so um, yeah, so now I'm actually ch- ch- chasing for the number one spot on the world rankings and yeah. and just keep and just keep move, move, moving forward and, and and winning tournaments that's my my short-term goals and and what i'm thinking right now and then i'm i'm guessing like you said still becoming world number one that's that's still the the main goal that you're chasing yeah 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 i mean that's always been since i was 12 since i talked with the reporter mm-hmm. who, who was asking what 
what my goals are uh, with this game. So um, so it's the same answer today. So yeah, still sticking to it. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. And I know that as well, I think it was in September, it was not too long ago, you also played the qualification for the Swedish More Golf MasterCard Tour, um, which is not part yeah. of the Paragolf Tour in Sweden. Um, and you finished actually tied 34th, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. Um, so that means that yeah, you're, you're likely, right. yeah, that means that you'll likely get into a few tournaments and play there next year. So, is this kind of the, the plan moving forward to combine, you know, playing there with, with your schedule on the International Paragolf Tour? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that kind of tour, or, or uh, the Moscow Tour is the third level um, on, the, on the scale. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and then, uh, then compete with the, with the real guys uh, or with, with the non-disability. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, a, it's a really, yeah, it, it's an awesome feeling. Um, and there, I, I just want to go as high as, uh, as possible. Yeah. I, I don't have any any straight uh, goals there. I mean, it's just go as hard as you can and, and yeah. see what we, yeah, and see what we landing. So, uh, uh, so there, um, yeah, as you said, I'm gonna play a few tournaments on on that satellite tour, uh, and then maybe. As someone uh, whispering in my ear, um, and maybe playing some challenge tour and, and and possibly some European tour as well. So we will see. We will see what okay. happens. But uh, yeah, that sounds so sounds uh, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, my goals are are with that uh, kind of tour. It's like just showing what what you got and and yeah. and inspire so many people you can. That's the, that's the clearly, um, you can see the feeling when you step up on, on the first tee on, on, on that kind of regular event. Mm -hmm. It's like, who is he? What, what's he doing here? It's actually that feeling. And then when you're just showing off and, and you're good to go, and, and then like, okay, I think he's, he's here to stay. So, so that kind of feeling yeah. is, yeah, it's, um, it's a great one. Yeah, that must be must be something special. Absolutely. So is is that kind of your part of your long term plan as well? Then, like you said, playing some tournaments there, hopefully, and uh, maybe some challenge tour or. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we would go in with our with our own European disabled tour. Uh, mm -hmm. They're gonna manage uh, to do some events together with the European tour as well. Yeah. And then apart from that, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a bit. Of, by myself to to go as high high as possible. Yeah. So the next step uh, is to 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 playing good on on the third level and then maybe um, qualify for, for for the challenge tour. Um, and yeah, and just go with the flow and see see what, what, where we're landing. Okay. Yeah. For sure. And um, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> like we talked about, you do spend. A lot of time playing golf obviously and right now I can imagine what you're focused on is is truly you know your career and this plan that you have but have you thought at all about what you would do if you didn't play golf or what you want to do whenever you don't play at that level anymore um, hard question um, I haven't think about it yet uh, okay. uh, but um, 
I'm gonna take my my whole experience of everything yeah. and to share it uh, yeah, yeah with with everyone uh, mm -hmm. or is it, is it to, to start having lectures or, or giving lessons or, or or whatever it is I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm gonna do it that way to inspire the, the most people as possible so okay so, yeah because yeah. I, I know you've been part of some Swedish initiatives um, already where you've done some uh, public speaking and um, an initiative specifically about mental illness as well I, I saw that on your your Instagram so that's something that you could see yourself doing then more of whenever you don't play as much or as intensively <laughs> as you do now yeah 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 definitely um, yeah I want to share my story um, and, and giving some some hope and, and, um, and inspiration to, to people absolutely yeah yeah awesome awesome and um whenever you don't play play golf what well, what else do you like to do aside from golf or is it mostly golf all the time <laughs> yeah yeah it's almost like that i mean yeah <laughs> everything has um ha have to do something with golf so i don't know what i'm actually doing beside golf so okay. uh, yeah I, I don't know it just hey, Hanging with friends, mm -hmm. uh, having a good time, um, yeah, maybe doing some some sports events. Uh, go looking for some sports events and uh, yeah, the different things. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But ties back to the sports a bit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. So actually, I'm, I'm not doing that much besides golf. So. Some, uh, I'm just having a good, a good time, so. That sounds good, yeah. for sure. And like you said before, obviously, if you got to where you are today, it's also because of all the time that you, you spent on the golf course and all the hours you spent training, so. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I wanted to ask you one more question that we, that we always ask, um, because this podcast is really about, you know, sharing stories such as your story with the hopes that it can inspire others and give them some insights into, you know, the journeys of professional athletes and showing that not everyone has the same exact same journey or has the exact same story. So if you could just share one piece of advice with the people that are listening and that have big dreams and they might be doubting themselves, they might not know how to get there, but but they do have big dreams for sure. What what advice would that be? Hmm. So yeah, I'm going to try to put this in a in a in a perfect way um for me uh if if, if i'm gonna uh, give an advice it, it's like doing what you're dreaming of first thing mm -hmm. um and then let the nerves force uh force the best out of you so i mean uh, as i said we, we we're coming back to that uh, once again i mean yeah. Uh, when you get that feeling of of of, of being nervous of something or, or whatever it is, I mean, let that force get the best of you. Uh, so if you like challenges, I mean, that's the first sign of actually doing things. So uh, so yeah, just go after you what you're dreaming of. Absolutely. That's awesome. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah. cool. You know. Um, like you said before as well, the, the first step is to, to dream and then go after those dreams. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, are there any other projects or anything else that you're involved in right now that you want to share with us? Or um, right now, we will see what uh, what the end end of this year uh, looking like. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from that, uh, yeah, I have uh, I have a few actually some projects um, I'm working with. Um, okay. Maybe some some documentary coming soon. I don't know. We, we will see. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, we, we will see what what what's the next season looking like. Um, uh, how the schedule is is looking and everything. So, yeah, I, I having a, a few projects I'm I'm working with. So okay, and it's all about the game of golf. Uh, all about golf, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah, all about golf. Yeah. No, but that's that's really cool. And uh, maybe by the time that this is published, if some of these other projects are out, maybe we can put some some links in the descriptions, if that's the case. Absolutely. Um, but if not, I mean, if anybody wants to follow you and keep up with what you're doing, these projects, your game, your competition, everything, what's the best place to do so? Uh, the best way is... Is to contact you through Instagram or Facebook or or, or something like that. Okay. And, and they find uh, my emails and everything. So yeah, that's the best way to to get in touch with me. Okay, perfect. Then we're gonna put those those links in the description as well. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Well, great. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for for coming on our podcast. We again really appreciate you taking the time it's it's been great to to speak with you and um i really think that like you said before it's important to to share what you've been through and hopefully if that can help someone else out there that might be going through something similar it's it's really nice having that and knowing that you're not alone so yeah thanks again for for sharing everything with us and we hope you reach all of the things that that you're dreaming about and we look forward to following you and wish you the best of luck of course thank you ellie thank you for having me so yeah hope this was uh, inspirational for, for someone so so thank you absolutely thank you thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe and give us five stars it really means a lot to us you can find all the links to Joachim's social media in the description below for more information about us and the podcast, follow us on Instagram at ecpodcast underscore. See you next week.